you are up against far more than you can handle on your own. Take all the help that you can get. Every weapon God has issued so that when it's all over but the shouting, you will still be on your feet. Come on, somebody. Truth, righteousness, peace, and faith, salvation are far more than words. Who believes those are far more than words this morning? Praise God. Stand with me this morning and let's pray. Father in heaven, we come before you today, Lord. We know that you are for us and not against us. We know that we'll put on the full armor. God will be able to stand against whatever comes our way, Lord. Father, as we talk, we're back on our series about the door this morning. You are our doorkeeper. And, Lord, you keep things away from us and protect us and guide us. And, Father, open those doors where they need to be open, Lord, and close those doors where they need to be closed. Father, I pray for everybody in this church, and I mean everyone who feels like they're under attack this morning. Father, would, that, would you help that attack to stop this morning? Stop that attack immediately in the name of Jesus, Father. Bring about wisdom, bring about love, bring about grace, and bring about mercy, Father. Father, we love you, and Father, we love that this church is real, and we love that these people are real, but most of all, Lord, we love that you are real. Will we grasp that? Someone told me, someone told early this morning, what if the rapture happens right now? I'll be ready. How about you this morning? I'll be ready if the rapture comes right now, Father. But if not, Father, help us to fight the devil. Put him in his place. Rebuke him and stand on the truth. Your word. Give us peace which surpasses all understanding. We pray for our troops. We pray for our military. And we pray for this morning. Join us, Lord. Join us, join us, join us, join us right now. Let us feel your spirit. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. And give my friend Justin Todd Herod a big round of applause. Amen. First 10 minutes of being here, man, I ain't never seen so much hugging, man, and loving on folks. Dadgummit. That's the way it ought to be right there, boy. Then you got a preacher that gets up here and just starts kicking the tire out of the devil, man, and then start talking about the rapture, man, getting me excited already, man, this morning. Amen. Good to be here. Golly, there was some kind of spacecraft in front of me. Either that or I just wasn't wide awake enough. I don't know. It was something huge, but, but I called Pastor Mark, and he prayed in immediately after that. The guy, the cop on the motorcycle, waved me around. So, brother, thank you, brother, for, for making it happen. What a blessing. Good to be here, and I know you guys are uh, just probably uh, so blessed you get to hear good preaching on uh, all kind of topics. I'm going to sing my first song about something that I'd just like for you to focus on this morning. How many of y'all are excited about heaven this morning? Anybody excited about that? Boy, I know that I am. Uh, we got a brand new song out right now that's uh, playing on the... Uh, Radio Force quite a bit, and um, it's, a, it's a song that just talks about what Jesus even said in Matthew 7. He said, it's a straight way and a straight road that we're on, and sometimes it's tough, like Pastor Mark said, we're in a battle, but here's the thing I always tell folks everywhere I go, this right here is as worse as it's going to get. It's going to get a lot better someday. 
And the Lord Jesus has made a promise to us that eyes not seen, ears not heard, neither is in the heart of man. The people that, that trust in God are going to see what he has prepared for them. So it's a brand new song. We're getting emails all around the country about it. Somebody emailed me from Tokyo the other day and said, we like that song. And I was just so appreciative, but I just kept scratching my head wondering how they knew what I was even singing about. But you know what? You ain't got to worry about it, man. The gospel is all languages. So here we go. It's called The Narrow Road. Walking down the straight and narrow I get lost from time to time My soul, it does get weary And I lose my peace of mind But I know at the end of the line This old straight and narrow road's gonna turn to gold And I'm gonna walk right in and drop this heavy load Yes, my journey will be over I find rest for my soul When this old narrow road to go. You know that it ain't easy Sometimes I lose my way And it's hard to keep believing When it seems so far away But I know, yes I know that someday This old straight and narrow road's gonna turn to gold And I'm gonna walk right in and drop this heavy load Yes, my journey will be over I find rest for my soul When this old narrow road Turns to gold How many all excited about heaven this morning? Help me walk by faith 
This old straight and narrow road turns to gold. And we walk right in and drop this heavy load. My journey will be over. I find rest for my soul. But this old narrow road turns to gold. Yes, my journey will be over. I find rest for my soul. This old narrow road turns to gold. this morning. Well, I am so glad we got that hope of eternity and man, you know what? I'm also glad while we're waiting on heaven, we got the Lord Jesus now. Anybody thankful about that? Especially in this crazy world we live in. My daddy rodeoed for years and he's a pastor now, but before he was, my mama prayed for him and prayed for him and prayed for him. My mama's kind of like a combination between Martha Stewart and Medea, if you can get that in your head. She'll love Jesus into you, beat the devil out of you. And uh, she could have knocked him out at any time, but uh, she prayed him in. He's been a pastor somewhat 40 years now. Amen. Amen. And she uh, plays piano for my daddy's church. And uh, so we put a hymns project out about six years ago. I'm going to do one song off of it this morning that just talks about peace we have in the Lord. Aren't you glad this morning we've got peace? Everything else may be going on around you, but you know what? You can have peace inside because you've got a blessed assurance. I know you know it, so if you can, worship with me this morning. Let's do this old cool song and uh, just give the Lord some praise this morning. I'm going to do a bit blues style, so if I make funny faces, I'm not hurting up here, I promise you. Blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation. Purchased of God. Born of His Spirit. Washed in His blood. This is my story. And this is my song. Risen my Savior all the day long. This is my story. 
This is my song Praising my sweet Jesus All the day long Perfect submission Perfect delight Visions of rapture Burst on my side Angels descending Ring from above Echoes of mercy Whispers of love This is my story And this is my song Praising my Savior All the day long This is my story And this is my song Praising my sweet Jesus I'm happy and blessed. How many of y'all are blessed this morning? Oh, I'm watching and waiting. I keep looking above. Feel this goodness. Lost in his love. This is my story And this is my song Raising my Savior All the day long This is my story This is my song Praising my sweet Jesus All the day long Praising my sweet Jesus All the day long first started writing songs i got a brand new country album coming out we've been in nashville all week last week and uh 
It's a blessing to work on some new stuff. And one of the first songs I ever wrote, I'm going to play for you here. And when I started out, I didn't have much money. I took a trip from Palestine, Texas to Billings, Montana on the Greyhound bus. And from a kid that was a red redneck from down in East Texas, man, I saw the front range of the Rockies for the first time. Blew my mind. Didn't know scenery like that existed out there. Since that time period, I've been all over the country. Praise the Lord by his grace. He's been so good to me. And uh, But uh, one day while riding up in the mountains, I wrote this song. The Lord started putting on my heart a little something about heaven. And uh, no matter where you've been, you may have never been out of this area here. Maybe you've been all over the world. But I will promise you this. If you know the Lord Jesus Christ this morning, when it comes to heaven, you ain't seen nothing yet. seen the Rocky Mountains way out west when the snow begins to fall from the lights of New York City to LA you might say I've seen it all places beyond my wildest dreams there's one place I haven't seen Where the streets are solid gold The sky is blue and it's never cold and Gates of pearl and a crystal sea and There's a mansion waiting there for me I can hear the angels sing And I'll finally see the king It's a place you won't forget Just wait, you ain't seen nothing yet Well, it's hard to imagine another world way up in the sky. If I'm ever gonna get there, I know I can't believe my eyes. Nothing else can compare. To what's waiting way up there Where the streets are solid gold The sky is blue and it's never cold There's gates of pearl crystal sea There's a mansion waiting there for me or I can hear the angels sing And I'll finally see the king It's a place you won't forget Just wait, you ain't seen nothing yet 
where the streets are solid gold. The sky is blue and it's never cold. Oh, there's gates of pearl and a crystal sea. And there's a mansion waiting there for me where I can hear all the angels sing. And I'll finally see the King of Kings. Oh, it's a place you won't forget. Just wait, you ain't seen nothing yet. It's a place you won't forget. Just wait, you ain't seen nothing yet. No, you ain't seen nothing yet. about heaven man praise god man such a pleasure to be here thank y'all for having me this morning what a blessing man and i was a pastor for about six years and i've been on the road 20 years and of course with that comes a lot of battles like pastor mark was talking about this morning we all have gone through some and you know one thing i found to be sure the bible says that god is a very present help in times of trouble no matter what you go through he's in control and i'll never forget when i was going through some tough times in my life and i've been through some and uh, just crying out to God one night, Lord, I don't think I'm strong enough to handle this. And you know what? Uh, I remember having my book open to Psalm 46, and the Lord spoke to me so clearly just through a simple verse I learned as a boy in vacation Bible school. It simply says in verse 10, Be still and know that I am God. Amen. Amen. And uh, I don't know what maybe you might be going through, but you know what? I find that since I've been in ministry, you know, the amount of time the Lord's allowed me to, people go through stuff, man. We're just humans. We have a, we have a real life, but we got a real Savior that's got real solutions and real grace, you know, for the things we go through. And I'm a prime example of that. I wrote this going through some tough times in my life, and with tears streaming down my face, I'll never forget how the Lord spoke to me the title of this song, When You Can't Be Strong, Be Still. Keep the pace or you'll finish last. Look out for number one, only the strong survive. Where you gonna run when you need a place to hide? On those days you can't move on, even when you can't be strong. Be still and just stay And know that strength will come to those who wait and Don't move and God will He'll hold you there until your heart can heal 
Even when you can't be strong Be still In the storms of life You're feeling all alone The water starts to rise And your strength is gone Feel the anger waves crashing all around. Who is gonna save you before you drown? When the storms of life rage on, even when you can't be strong, be still and just stay. Know that strength will come to those who wait. Don't move, and God will. He'll hold you there until your heart can heal. Even when you can't be strong, be still. Strength will come to those who wait. Oh, don't move. God will. He's gonna hold you there until your heart can heal. Even when you can't be strong, be still. Time for two more if I go quick. I'm going to do something kind of different. Last year we put a blues album out. And, uh, Man, I always wanted to. I do a lot of ministry with a lot of these guys that ride these great things called Harley Davidsons. I saw a few of them out there. Yeah. Every now and then I go out to the old barn and fire up mine when I get a chance. I love doing it, but I get to do a lot of motorcycle stuff. But I find out cowboys like blues too. So I'm going to do a little blues music for you, but it's more of a message than it is anything else. Just about when you get saved. I remember when I got saved about 20 years ago. Man, I wasn't that good of a blues player. Still ain't, but I had all the symptoms of being a blues man. I was depressed, man, out of sorts, man, everything in the world. But when the Lord got a hold to me, not only become Lord and become Savior, how many of y'all know he becomes king too? Anybody believe that? So uh, once you give your life to him, man, you find out, just like I'm going to try to sing to you this morning, Jesus Christ is the king of the blues. Seatbelts. Well, 
used to be so sad and lonely I didn't know what I was gonna do Used to be so sad and lonely I didn't know what I was gonna do One day I gave my life to Jesus Now he's the king of the blues Trouble in my mind I was so crazy and confused Trouble in my mind I was so cray cray and confused One day I give it all to Jesus Now he's a king of the blues So the world can get you down Sometimes I know you feel the same way too This old world can get you down People I know sometimes you need some good news Give it all to Jesus Let him be the king of the blues Cause he's a king of the blues Amen, I'm glad you
Rachel. Just a quick song about my life. Thank you, Pastor, for the time, and I appreciate you giving me a little extra, and thank you so much. Uh, song just uh, sang at pretty much the end of all my concerts. Just about my life, and today if you're here and uh, you've never known the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, He loves you so much, and uh, said these words to me many years ago, and changed my life, and I wrote it down in this song here that just, uh, hopefully today you'll hear him say the same words to you. I love you so. Little boy on a chair waiting for his dad Scared and crying Cause he's been bad Stole a toy on a dare At the corner drugstore But he got caught Sneaking out the back door Finally when his dad arrived The boy couldn't look him in the eyes He just said Oh dad I know you'll hate me Then in disbelief he heard his daddy say I love you son Just tell me what you've done Life's full of problems Together we can solve them And talk it out with me We'll work it out, you'll see I love you son Then he turned 16 with a license to drive Stereo loud, a girl by side Lost control and the car overturned But they crawled out, what's that old Mustang burn? From a sheriff's office telephone He found the old man at home and he said Oh, Dad, I know you'll hate me. Then in disbelief, he heard his daddy say, I love you, son. Just tell me what you've done. Life's full of problems. Together we can solve them. Talk it out with me. We'll work it out, you'll see. I love you, son. Thirty-six, what could have been, was in an awful mess. Broken dreams, a broken heart, broken promises. From the valley of his dark despair, he made his first attempted prayer. He said, Oh God, I know you'll hate me. Then in disbelief, he heard the father say, I love you, son. Just tell me what you've done. Life's full of problems. Together we can solve them. And talk it out with me. We'll work it out, you'll see. Oh, cause I love you, son. 
Hey, God loves you. I love you all, too. Thank you all so very much. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. Thank you all. You're blessing. Thank you. Can we turn the lights on, brother? God is good. Amen. What a treat we've been treated with this morning. Amen. God is so good and faithful to us all the time. And Justin, I guess we met what about two or three years ago. I was invited to preach a little tent revival. And man, they was going to have everybody there. And uh, they said there's going to be 3,000 there. I showed up and it was about 10 people and me and Justin. <laughs> and he sang to them like there was about 3,000. And I preached to them like there was about 3,000. And we preached and sang that night, man. And out of those 10 people, two got saved that night. And I, I never forgot it. And I've been, I've been trying to get Justin here a long time, man, and what a blessing you've been this morning, my brother. Somebody say amen. amen. One thing I, I, we haven't done this morning is uh, do our Pledge of Allegiance. Would someone grab that flag right there that has served in our military? Anyone that served in our military? Anyone that served in our military? Would you grab that flag and bring it forward? Would our men come forward to take up our offering this morning? We're going to do our Pledge of Allegiance and pray over our offering this morning. We're going to get right in the Word. You've been blessed this morning. Justin's table's back there. I'll tell you what, there's only one CD that usually flies in my bike, and, and uh, I think I got some more I'm going to put in there today. Men, put some in your truck. Listen to them on the way to work. I'll tell you what, he's got a whole selection back there. They're $10 a piece. One of them's $20. Uh, it's, uh, it, which one is that? The hymns project is twenty dollars. Got twenty four hymns on it. Uh, every one of the rest ones ten. Uh, he didn't come for the money, but man, he sure been a blessing to us this morning. So, if you want to get one of his songs and music this morning, as our men come to take our offering, I'd like to do the pledge of allegiance this morning. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all amen let's pray father god we thank you for this day we thank you for the spirit of god being here father we don't want to interrupt that at this time lord we want it to flow we want we want these uh, uh men and women to come and say father daddy change me fix me heal me deal with me father we just know that you're the god of all comfort and the god of peace and like you said, sometimes all we got to do is just be quiet, be still, and God's going to work it out on our behalf. Lord, we love you and we praise you. Keep the devil out of our house. Keep the devil out of God's house. In Jesus' name, amen. Somebody give God a praise this morning. Amen. As they take up our offer, I'm just going to recap. We're in a series called The Lord is My Doorkeeper. Say that with me. Say it again. Man is not my doorkeeper. Circumstances are not my doorkeeper. God is my doorkeeper. Say that with me. God is my doorkeeper. Amen. Finances are not my doorkeeper. I'm just going to recap some of the things we learned. How many got something the last time we started this series? Raise your hand. Man, we're going to stick with this. The Lord is my doorkeeper. 
And he sets before me a door that he shuts and doors that he opens. We learn that. If you're serving the Lord, he is your doorkeeper. We learned that in our first series that we're always moving through seasons. And we need God to open up those doors and shut some of those doors as we're moving through those seasons. How many today can praise him over closed doors just like they can open doors? Uh, I can praise him over closed doors just like I can open doors. We learned that in Matthew 7, 17, ask and it will be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. Revelations 3.20, we learn, Behold, I stand at the door and knock, and if anyone hears my voice and opens it, I will come in to him and eat with him and he with me. Boy, that picture of heaven that Justin uh, gave before us today about going there and being there. Can you imagine sitting at that table and there's Jesus and there's the disciples and there's your mom and your dad and your family and your kids and whoever's gone on before you, they're all there. We're all at the table together and there's Jesus. What a feast that is going to be one day. Hallelujah, what a feast that's going to be one day. The Lord is my doorkeeper. He opens doors, he shuts doors. I said this last week, I, I, I thought it was really good. I've often said where one door opens, another one shuts, but it's hell in the hallway. <laughs> Don't you wish that uh, we just had this uh, email, we could really just correspond with God, and we'd get a ding back? I tried texting him this week, but I haven't heard from him. <laughs> I texted him three or four times, I'm trying to get back a word from but. We do have the Holy Spirit that speaks to us. We do have the guidance, the direction. And we do, if we be still, we'll hear his voice. He can calm the raging sea. He can, in the blink of an eye, take a hurting person and make them whole. He can take a drug addict and set them free in an instant. If you have any addictions here this morning, God can take them just like that. He did me. I put my cigarettes at the altar on a Wednesday night, and I've never smoked again. God can take away, and God can take away, and God can add to your life. And I want to say that for just a minute. Maybe you've never felt like a door was ever open in your life, that you had any, 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 any uh, uh, blessings when you walked through. God can add to your life this morning. He wants to add to your life. He, he has added so much to my life. So many great things he has added to my life. So in an instant he can deliver you and in an instant he can add to you. In the hallway, how many got a house? Raise your hand. How many, in the, how many got a hallway in that house? It, it, to go from my kids' room to my other kids' room, it's just a couple of steps. We learned a couple of weeks ago, it only takes one Sunday to have a breakthrough. It only takes one answered prayer to change your whole entire life. It's hell in the hallway. Someone said you get caught between a yes sir and a no sir, you get an ulcer. <laughs> we learned that last week. And suddenly one decision, one deal, one day, one right choice can take us to another place. God opens doors and shuts doors. I am so glad he is my doorkeeper. We learned that if I say I, we learned if I try to force a door open, if I try to push my way in, it's going to be a disaster. We need God to open and shut these doors in our life. 
I'm so glad because I know me. I try to push myself in a few times. Maybe I thought when I got here or something was going to be easier, something was going to be okay, but no, I've had to work for everything I've got. I asked God one time, why I got to work so hard? Because all them years you didn't work for me. God don't hand anybody anything. If you read your Bible, you got to work. You got to work for things. You got to trust. You got to believe. You got to pray. You got to trust. You got to walk by faith. I would have made a lot of doors open. I would have kicked a lot of doors in. I would have said, this is supposed to be mine. But I thank God I didn't do that. Because the Lord is my doorkeeper. Not only does God shut doors, we learn. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on to the next level right here. We learn that God is protecting us when he shuts those doors. It's for our privacy. Uh, we learn that sometimes behind closed doors, we don't want other people to see how we really are. God's working on us. That's why we have a prayer closet, so that we can go in there and get right with God. <laughs> I'm so glad when, when me and Mary's battling it out that y'all ain't at the house. I'm so glad when me and my boys get at it. Sometimes we get at it at church. Sometimes we're human. We're here all the time. But sometimes it gets a little heated. God says, you know what? I don't want anybody over there right now. I'm going to shut that door. I don't want them over there. Aren't you so glad that when you're working on your character, when you're working on your integrity, when you're working on who God wants you to be, that sometimes he just hides you for a minute. He shuts you off for just a minute. So that when you come back out, so that when you come back out, nobody sees that imperfection. They only see Jesus in you. Well, I hope somebody's getting this. this is, I don't want this to be over your head. I'm just recapping. It was really good a couple of weeks ago if you weren't here. Uh, but I'm going to start today with part two. The Lord is my doorkeeper. God began to reveal to me last night through the scripture that the devil's going to do everything he can. To get in the door. I need a devil this morning. I need a big devil. <laughs> I got me a big devil this morning. God revealed to me. Open your Bible if you brought one to Ephesians 6.16. I started thinking about this scripture. Listen to me, guys. I started thinking about this scripture and how it applied to this door series that we're in. And God just began to pour into me. And, and, and God began to real, reveal to me through this scripture that the devil's going to do everything he can to get in the door. I started thinking about this scripture and I started thinking about my home security. How many got an alarm system on your house? Don't raise your hand. We don't want to know. I got Brinks at my house. How many got Brinks? Anybody got Brinks? Brinks has a shield as their logo. Anybody ever seen it? God put doors up as a shield to keep the enemy out. He wanted you to know that. That door acts like a shield to keep the devil from trying to get in because he's always trying to get in. He's always trying to get in. No, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold it down. Uh, hold on, hey. <laughs> I give him a reach around. 
The devil is going to do everything he can. So the Lord began to pour into me, and I was studying this scripture, and it's just one scripture, and, and the, door, the Lord said, hey, think about your home security system. Think about Brinks. Think about the shield. And then he took me to Ephesians 16, and I know that my brother Nolan loves this because he's got it tattooed on his arm. And it talks about the shield. To, to get your shield, the Lord is the shield. The Lord is the doorkeeper. Verse 14, I mean verse 16, Ephesians 6, 16. Hold up the shield, say that with me, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows from the devil. Hold up the shield, get the door shut, keep the devil out of your house. In Ephesians, the Apostle Paul said that the that that we have a spiritual warfare and that we have to shield a faith that, that we don't want the devil to try to get in. How many know he's throwing arrows right now? He's plotting and scheming and he's devising and trying to break up your marriage. He wants to break up your marriage. Some of y'all fought on the way to church. Raise your hand. No, don't raise your hand. I'm just kidding. Marriage counseling is free. Some of y'all got in a fight with your kids on the way to church. Some of y'all were mad about something that happened last week on your way to church. He just said, But the Lord revealed to me that he's going to try to get in the door, and the Lord is our doorkeeper, and there he is again. There he is. I got to shield myself from him. I got to shut him out. I can't let him in. He tries to get in. Who's out there? Ah! He's going to try every. What happens when he gets through that door? Listen, pay attention. I'm done. Listen, it's not going to be a long sermon. What happens when he gets in that door? He attacks us. And how does he attack us? When he comes inside that door, he wants to get your integrity. Integrity is something that you can lose right away. If he can get in that door, get in that marriage, get in your integrity, he can cause you to stumble. You know what integrity does? I'm just going to share this with you, and this is free. This is absolutely free. When a person loses their integrity, it's hard for them to come back to Christ. It is so hard for them to come out of Christ because the devil, right then, he come through that door. He got you in your integrity. You made a big mistake. And like he said in his song, no matter how many times you made that mistake, God is here to forgive you and to forgive you and put it as far away from the east as it is to the west, never to bring it back again. But the problem... The problem when we let Satan through that door and we lose our integrity, we have shame and we have guilt and we have self-condemnation and we feel like we can't get it back. And the devil is standing on your chest, jumping up and down, trying to take the breath out of you. And you know that you know that you want to come back to Christ, but he's standing on your chest because of integrity. Pastor Carrier said, you only got one testimony. He said, you only got one testimony. Try not to ruin it. Boy, what a power. I mean, he preached testimony. We preach forgiveness, salvation, and mercy, but he preached you got one testimony. Don't lose it. I guess setting up underneath him for all those years that I learned that integrity means something. And if the devil can get through the door, 
on your marriage? If he'll let, if you'll slip back in on them drugs, is that a needle? Is that a needle? Is that a six pack? He can get you with your integrity. What else can he do, Pastor Mark? He can get your purity. If you're pure, teenagers, listen to me, young adults, he can get you to slip in the wrong problem of mind. He can get your purity. He can get your purity. How many know, how many, how many honest parents can say, man, I want my kid to wait. I want my kid to find the right one. I want my kid to be better than me. If the devil can get in, he's going to try to get your integrity. He's going to try to get your purity. And he's going to try to get your certainty. How many are certain this morning of heaven? But if he can get through this door, if he can get in, wait, wait, I'm certain. If he can get your certainty. Some of y'all have lost your faith. You allowed the devil through that door. And you're not sure you're going to make it through this valley. Hey, he said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you have nothing to fear. But if you're uncertain, every time something pops its head up, every time something, something comes at you from the left and a dart comes after you from the right and a dart comes at how many feel like all the darts are coming at you this morning? You can get your certainty. You know what happens when he gets your certainty? He gets your confidence. And then when he steals your confidence and your certainty, you, you, you forget that he don't call the equipped. He equips the ones he calls. There have been many times in my ministry where things began to shake me. They shake me to the point where I don't know what I'm going to do about this or I don't know what I'm going to do about that. I have to get on my knees and say, God, I'm certain that you put me here. God, I'm certain that you have my family, that you got this church. God, that you have my finances. I'm certain that the relationships that I'm building today are going to last tomorrow. You see, because he wants to break us up. He wants to get us uncertain about things. And, and when he gets you uncertain, it's like being in a rocky boat. And that boat's a rock, and man, I listened to a preacher preach a great message, and there's some talking here today. Tell him to shut up, because you need to hear this. Listen, I, I, I mean it. Shut up. Listen. When he gets that boat rocking, he wants you to fall out and drown. He wants to destroy you. He wants you to drown. Man, the best thing you can do is put your certainty in Jesus Christ, the greatest life jacket in the world. In Ephesians, Paul says, spiritual warfare is to hold up a shield of faith. What's inside our home? What's inside these doors? What are we protecting? Our integrity. Say that with me. Our purity. Our certainty. If old Slick can get in, he'll ruin all of that. We got to keep him out. How effective is a door? How effective is a shield? One of the most famous battles in history is the Battle of Thermopylae in 480 B.C. 
when 300 Spartans stood their ground against 100,000 Persians. 300 Spartans stood their ground against 100,000 Persians. At one point in the battle, the Persians shot fiery darts at the 300 Spartans to surely kill all of them. The Spartans knelt together and held their shield, creating a wall to protect them from the arrows. I want to talk for just a minute to those who feel like all those arrows are being pointed at you. The Lord is my doorkeeper. The Lord is our shield. The Lord is going to protect us from whatever's on the other side of that. No matter what they do, what they say, how he tries to destroy our character, God is going to protect us. I'm so glad he's here to protect us. I'm so glad that any time, any time we call on his name, he's right there. I wish somebody grabbed that for a minute. Any time we call on his name, Paul says that you and I need the shield of faith. Paul says, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows from the devil. To keep the devil out of your life, what do the arrows look like? They bring doubt. What other arrow does he shoot at you? Depression. Maybe somebody in here is depressed this morning. Been battling depression. We don't receive that this morning. We don't claim that this morning. Discouragement. Maybe somebody in here is discouraged. We don't receive that this morning. We don't receive that. Whatever he's throwing, whatever he's throwing, whatever he's shooting, we don't receive that. The Lord is my doorkeeper. He shielded me. Brinks Home Security, their logo is a shield. I love that because our first line of defense when we get home is to shut the door. Shut the door, lock the windows, set the alarm. That's what we do. He shoots dead ends at us in despair and de delay. Satan's been casting doubt on mankind ever since the Garden of Eden. When he asked Eve, did God really say you must not eat of the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? The moment you open the door to doubt, even just a little bit, Satan will charge in and create doubt, despair, and depression. What do you need? You need a shield. You need a Lord to be your doorkeeper. You need a relationship with him. You know how many times I've been walking with the Lord in 11 years? That he turned the corner in something that was happening in my life. And he shut that door. And that door never opened again. Never opened again. Never open again. We have to be able to thank him over closed doors as we do open doors. I'm not going to get healed of this cancer leaving the door open. i got to shut it. We're not going to be successful in our ministries in our life if we don't keep the devil out and don't let him get in. Somebody hear me this morning. If you don't have faith, you will stumble when Satan attacks you. Most people do that. They, they, they stumble 
but not Caney Creek Cowboy Church's people. When we get attacked, we have faith. The Bible says, because of your faith, it will happen. Say that with me. Because of your faith, it will happen. Say it again. Touch three people and say, because of your faith, it will happen. What does that mean in English? I'm done. I told you I wasn't preaching long. You have to lean on his promises. You have to rely and trust on him. For God is good. Who believes that he is good? God is good. My life is good. Your life is good. Touch somebody and say your life is good. Smile when you say that. Do it again and smile. I don't care if you got three teeth. Just smile all three of those teeth. If you need some, I'll loan you mine. Sometimes in the storm, all I can do is say, God is good. And there's something he wants us to learn. He's wanting something to happen for his purpose. And I have to trust. Not you got to trust and I have to trust that he is good. What is heaven going to be like? Good. What if the rapture takes place right now? Will you be called up? Or will you be left behind? The Bible says, by your fruits, I'll know you. Do you trust him? Are you walking by faith? Are you doing everything you can to keep the devil off the porch? Give J.B. Rice a big round of applause. Let's pray together this morning. Father, we need you. Oh, how we need you this morning. Lord, how we need you. Thank you for being our doorkeeper. Thank you for shielding us from those fiery darts. Thank you, Lord, that joy always cometh in the morning. Boss is screaming and shouting. Things ain't working out. Put a smile on your face and say, I know my God has tomorrow. Do you know that and do you believe that? Do you believe that if you died today, you'd go to heaven? If not, pray with me right now. Just say, dear Lord, come into my heart and save me. Today I make you my personal Lord and Savior. I believe you died on the cross for my sins. And I believe that three days later you rose. Come into my life and save me. Today I make you my personal Lord and Savior. Say this with me. I'm going to live for you from this day forward. For God, you are so good. Maybe you've gotten away from God. Come back home. Maybe you need to come back home. Maybe he closed a door and he wants that door locked. He wants it shut. He wants it sealed. He don't want us to push our way, kick our way in. He has us here at Caney Creek Cowboy Church for a purpose and a reason this morning. And that's to get in a relationship with him. Just say, Lord, thank you for the closed doors. I trust you, and I'm going to serve you. If you need to rededicate your life to the Lord, just say, Lord, 
I'm going to rededicate my life to you right now. I'm going to serve you with all my heart, mind, body, and soul. Say it with me. Heart, mind, body, and soul. I rededicate my life to you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. Amen.